welcome to episode... Oh, that's exciting. Hello and welcome to episode 19 of the Twisted Trio podcast. I am your host, Brendan Call Me Nighthawk, here with... Richard Sleeping Dragon Medina. There you go. That's it. <laughs> and we're here today to talk about LCS, the week that was, and the upcoming matches of playoffs. Uh, we're going to be talking about Europe first and then North America, how the... Um, uh, the quarterfinals went, and that's going to take us to Ricky talking about day one of the EU LCS. And I will be talking about that old Misfits versus Unicorns of Love. Um, if you miss these matches, don't worry, everyone. The, you didn't miss much. The only thing that might surprise you is that Misfits beat the ever-loving hell out of Unicorns of Love three times in a row to a victory. Um, Misfits played Alfari on Nar. They played uh, Zach on Max Maxlore. And uh, Power of Evil played Cassiopeia. Hansama played Tristana in the first round. It, 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 I'm not even going to go into it. These matches were embarrassing for unicorns of love misfits just trounced all over him power of evil like a boss was just facilitating his team the entire time hansama got so far ahead on his carries that he was just untouchable and uh i mean there there was even a match where Vizachachi, who we already know is an epic player on nar got his hands on nar and power and and misfits still just ran over this team as a whole so uh, it's let's i will what i will talk about is the uh, closest match that they had which was game three um and even that one wasn't that close it still ended pretty decisively in misfits favor um unicorns of love uh their their mid laner exile he picked Talon into Power of Evil's Oriana. And for those who don't know, Power of Evil's kind of good on Oriana. Um, Max Lore went Kane in the jungle and he just terrorized the Zac. Um, I think Zac has lost his place in the current meta. I think they, they figured out like, hey, you know what? If we just cheat Zac out of all of his jungle, he can't scale and win. So... That's what they did. Um, and then Vizachachi in the last match went Gragas in top lane. And I mean, as I said, this was probably their closest match and it still ended 19-5 in Misfits' favor. So. Mm -hmm. <sighs> they're, they're, I, <sighs> these matches couldn't, like, there's, like, I want to be like, oh, Misfits did awesome. But they they did, like, fine. They did good. They looked, like, visually it looked really good. But it also visually looked like Unicorns Love didn't know what the hell they were doing. Like, they just completely forgot, like, oh, yeah, these guys were the second place. Like, they were second place last split. Huh, that's weird. Nothing like that. Cool. Mm -hmm. And then just some score lines for you. Um, Alfari, 
Alfari with a, a 39 KDA. He went 12-0 and 27 in the three total games. That's yeah. crazy. Not mm-hmm. to drop one single one. To visit Chachi, who is honestly like top tier um, at his position. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Very, very interesting from UOL. Um, they're going to have to run the gauntlet now, it looks like. Because I don't know if they'll make it in on points, but we'll have to see. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not foreseeing them making it on points. Um, Misfits, I don't know if they'll be able to make it past the semifinals, but this is definitely a nice shiner on their on their season. So, mm-hmm. yep. Very um, cool. You want to go into the uh, bright spot of EU LCS? I don't know if it was bright, but uh, definitely a five-game series. I would definitely watch this series if uh, you haven't yet. <clears throat> really good, really fun to watch. Basically, what it is is uh, G2 versus Splice, where uh, Splice take them through game five, and G2 end up winning. Uh, basically, the name of the game is, uh, do you have J4 on your team? Yes, then you're probably going to win. And uh, Since when did that become a win condition? Uh, this this series particularly because I believe it won every single match. Yeah, I'm looking right now. Victory, 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 and victory. Yep, it won every single match. So uh, basically, um, uh, game one went over to Splice. Uh, Splice did a really good job here. Um, basically, they let. Uh, Zach go, and uh, they didn't really care about it. Uh, his it looks like his nerfs are really big, which is good to see. I don't like him a hundred percent pick ban. Uh, well, technically he's still a hundred percent pick ban because he was picked. But um, uh, but G two basically went uh, Cassiopeia in the mid lane and they countered it with uh, a Galio mid. He did really well against her. Um, he actually got a gank from his J four, which Trashy was playing J four against the Cassiopeia, and Perks tried to turn it around. Couldn't get the last E on J4, and Senkux ended up getting the kill. Really good to see. <clears throat> uh, basically, Zven is the guy to watch in a lot of these matches. He's the AD carry. He's the one that pops off. He is the shining uh, consistency spot in this team. He went Tristana this game. You have Wonder going uh, Camille. You have Trashy going... J4, Sinkux going Galio, and you have Mickey X going Morgana. Basically, all they did was Morgana shield the Camille, jump in with J4, and Galio would ulti on top. Uh, Devastating team comp, and Tristana basically couldn't get going. Uh, So yeah, good shit by by Splice, game one. Uh, Game two was a little bit different. Uh, this the name of the game still is uh, <laughs> let uh, J4 go through. J4 was on uh, G2 side. Uh, expect going Cho'Gath here, which is uh, pretty much a staple pick right now. He's just fucking he's too fucking tanky, and as soon as you jump into a fight, uh, you can just almost delete anyone with uh, low health. Um, and then Perks going his signature LeBlanc pick, doing pretty much work around the whole map eight one and four zven doing a beast uh mode on his caitlin going five oh and eight uh the interesting here is that kavi went um 
Jin, um, which is kind of interesting. I don't think we saw much of this of any other games. I don't remember seeing Jin, but he's not. He kind of really fell off meta once. Um, uh, what is that item? Oh, what am I trying to say? Um, Dustblade. When Dustblade yeah. fell off, and funny enough, he actually didn't even go Dustblade. Uh, actually, he has a Dorian's ring in his inventory. I'm pretty sure that was a troll at the end of five. <laughs> uh, but basically, uh, Sincux went uh, Lucian this game. Um, held his own for a little bit, just couldn't get going. Um, so yeah, G2 win game two. Game three rolls around, and uh, basically, J4 was on the winning side, which was G2. Expect went uh, Cho'Gath again. Find that stupid gargoyle stone plate, jumping in into the middle of everybody, stone plating and ulting, and it just deletes someone instantly. It's a fucking dumb mechanic. They should get rid of it. Um, <laughs> but the bright spot here is Wonder went uh, Jace, and oh my god, he was doing so much work. Uh, really good to see uh, Wonder's Jace uh, here, but uh, they couldn't finish it off. Um, um... I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. What's up? Are we still in match two? Yeah, we're about to finish match two. There's no Jace, man. Uh, oh, shit. I went to game three. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no. We, yeah, we're on game three. Because the first one was... Yeah, I'm sorry. We're, we're on game three. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, because the last game was LeBlanc. So this is game I three. Was like, um, like Jace. Yeah. So uh, basically... Basically, uh, Splice had this all the way until about the 33-minute mark where uh, they pretty much won a fight, it looks like. And G2 just kind of carried it from here. The uh, interesting thing here is that Mithy went Trundle here with the Stoneborn Pact. Uh, so the, the thing with this, if you heard our last pod, if you go Stoneborn Pact, you slow somebody, the Stoneborn Pact is activated, they auto-attack, they heal... You can get uh, Ardent Sensor on top of this, and then now their attack speed is increased. Um, very interesting because usually you want Trundle into like a tank tank comp, and they had mm -hmm. no tanks besides uh, I wouldn't even call him a tank, uh, Tom Kench. Uh, so just very interesting that he went that, but they still crushed. So uh, <laughs> good shit. Um, Cool. Then we go on to game four, where um, Splice go ahead and take this. Uh, they take J4 in the top lane this time with uh, uh, Sejuani in jungle. Sunkuk's doing really, really well with Orianna. Very safe, very dominant. Uh, against a Perks who went Corky, really not showing how to play <laughs> Corky. Um, basically, the Splice took out most of this. Uh, G2 winning fights here and there. Uh until i'm sorry g2 had the advantage uh with uh splice winning fights here and there and then finally splice pretty much took over after the 27 minute mark uh took him a little while to end it they ended at the 46 minute mark um but um just held on to the lead and yeah just crushed uh again Kabi going with uh Jin, and he's basically doing a different build every single time he actually went bloodthirster this game uh kind of interesting to see but it worked out for him. And then the last game, uh, the heartbreaking game. This was actually the most, I think this is, uh, 
technically the most close closest game. Again, you have uh, J4 in the top lane with G2. Uh, expect to show enough how to play him. Uh, you have uh, Trick on Elise. Uh, Perks picking up his Cassiopeia again. He has Vin with his Ash pick. And then the God Cow himself, Mithy on Alistair. That's pretty much what won them the game was this Alistair. Um, the opposing side, you have Wonder on Nar putting up a pretty good fight. Uh, Trashy on Gragas, who couldn't really do... I guess he did a lot. I'm oh, sorry. Uh, and then Sinkux on Oriana, doing pretty well. But the Kabi, Kabi picked uh, Zaya, just couldn't get pretty much any of his own kills. Um, and yeah, they took the Trundle in this one as well. Again, the same thing. Like, uh, I don't know why the Trundle was picked. You don't have any tanks on G2 side. And the only tank you do have, his ulti mitigates damage. Um, so it's not really like a tankiness buff. So it's not like you could really take that away from him. So um, interesting last pick here. Granted, um, they went ahead and got rid of pretty much all the supports. Uh, G2 ban, Rakan, uh, Galio, if you want to consider him a support, Thresh, and Tom Kench, and, um, and Splice uh, getting rid of the Braum. So it was pretty much like the last pick, I guess you would say. Maybe it, like mm-hmm. a bard or something, but uh, whatever. Uh, really good fight. Um, I'm really excited to see this team in the gauntlet. But, uh, yep, G2 winning. Not amazingly convincing, obviously. It went to five games. Uh, kind of was on a knife edge. But I definitely, uh, maybe a team to, to watch. Um, or maybe this is just uh, a telling story of G2 not playing at the top of their game and we'll just have to see next week so dude how, how do you think they fare as far as getting past the uh semifinals? uh so the so you, we can touch on that real quick if you want uh so the semifinals, it's it so g2 is doesn't look like they're playing like they normally do to be fair but they're also up against h2k and h2k has I don't think I don't know if they've ever won a series against G two. Um, H two K just this, does. Maybe this is the season that changes, man. I hope so. I really do like this H two K lineup. Um, I like the G two lineup as well. Obviously, it's the same lineup. Uh, it's weird to see them play this bad. I guess you would say. Um, but uh, yeah, I would uh, I would still have to give it to G two, just because I haven't seen anything from H two K. Um, I I think I would agree with you. Yeah, but I mean, once again, if H2K win it, I would not be surprised. I do think that this might go to a game five. Again, it depends on how H2K plays. Because um, if you remember the last game of this, uh, one of the last games of the this entire split, H2K was the only team that came and played seriously. Uh, they didn't play any cheesy picks. They didn't like roll swap even though the game didn't technically didn't matter they went mm-hmm. in and they played as they normally do crushed it um so that's good to see as an organization so um i don't know i hope they do well they have a lot of flack against them um, <laughs> and uh i guess since we're already here we'll talk about it uh the saturday game is going to be fanatic versus misfits how do you feel that's going to go <sighs> fanatic versus misfits i'm thinking that fanatic is going to take it um 
I did like what I saw with Misfits as far as the Unicorns of Love game, but I really do think that a big part of that was just that Unicorns of Love was playing really poorly, and that was making Misfits look that much better mm-hmm. around the map, and just as far as pressure and as far as kills went and everything, so I'm, I'm thinking Fnatic is still going to take it, but hey, I could be wrong. Okay. Could happen. Two more questions. One, do you think Power Evil gets Oriana game, uh, gets a one Oriana game this entire series? Probably not. You would think so, right? Like to get him off yeah. of his most comfort and most dominant pick. I would hope so. I, I would. I, okay, so I could see it going like three and one if they give Power of Evil Oriana for one match. Mm-hmm. I do too. I I wonder if they're gonna just be like. Okay, we'll see how good you are with the Oriana kind of a thing. Kind of like how yeah. people play with uh, CLGs, who he's yeah. a really soul. Um, and then my second question is, do you think Alfari's going to die in the top lane? <laughs> so, so far, he's he's deathless he's, yeah, he's in the deathless. In, uh, playoffs. He's which... He is completely unkilled. Um, I would laugh so hard if game one, he's the first, he's the first death. He's first blood? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> That'd be really funny. Yeah. Um, I want to believe that even if they lose, he's still going to be like, man, look at my KDA. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, a 39 like, KDA is a pretty fucking good over three games. Like, Holy shit. Like, like don't, don't worry about that loss. Don't worry about that loss. Look at my KDA. Like, just check it out. Exactly, dude. KDA is all that matters. <laughs> Chicks dig KDAs, all right? <laughs> Uh, cool. So uh, let's head over to the Great America side. Unfortunately, we have to discuss this game. So this was the Saturday game. Uh, still kind of a really good series to watch. Um, my boys Cloud9 taking it against Dig. And when I say taking it, I mean taking it up the ass because they got fucking raped. Um, it sucked. But let's get into it, huh? So uh, game one starts and... Um, Basically, uh, Twitch was the name of, of this series. Uh, it was picked. Uh, it was picked game one by um, Sneaky. Yeah, by Cloud Nine. Game two by Dig. Uh, it was picked up game three by Cloud Nine, and then um, banned out game four. So uh, basically, uh, this eighty carry is uh, make or break. And when I say make or break, I mean literally if C9 has it, it's break. If Dig has it, it's make. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, just going over the lineup real quick. Uh, Contract's pulling out the uh, Rek'Sai. Very weird that this Rek'Sai pick is still being used. I don't understand it. Uh, you have uh, Nar in the top lane on with Impact. Impact being his, basically, his best champion. Uh, that it, Well, I guess most notable champion. Uh, you have Jensen on the Cassiopeia, uh, basically at one of his signature picks, and also bringing out the blue skin, loving it, loving the team colors. Uh, again, we said Sneaky on Twitch, which actually I believe this is his first Twitch game uh, professionally, this split. Uh, is it? I think so, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and he went, just because this is going to be a reoccurring theme, he went the Blade of the Rune King into the Hurricane into the Infinity Edge build. Um, so we'll see why that's... You mean why that that's... thing that we were just talking about? Yeah. 
Uh, and then Smoothie on uh, Blitzcrank seems to be one of his more comfort picks. Um, against uh, the Dignitas team, you, they let Maokai go to someday. Very, very bad decision. I think someday has proven himself to be the best Maokai in North America. Uh, you have the J4 on Shrimp. Or I guess Shrimp on J4. Uh, Keen pulling it out super strong with the Syndra and the Caitlyn with Alltech. Alltech being a major part of this entire series. He was mm-hmm. pretty much the carry bot for Dignitas and good to see. Uh, too bad we couldn't have Caesar on because he would have just like sucked his dick. So, uh, <laughs> and then Adrian doing super well with uh, Thresh in this matchup. Um, so pretty much uh, Dig took control. They lost one mediocre fight, I guess you would say, and then took back control and didn't let go. Cloud9 not looking good at all. Uh, so that was game one. Game two, uh, Alltech takes over the Twitch and Sneaky goes with Callista. I don't know the record, but I feel like every time I've seen Sneaky on Callista, granted he is an amazing Callista player, they don't win. I don't know if it's, I don't know what it is specifically. Um, that's that's pretty much true. That's, yeah. that's essentially how it goes. Yep. So uh, in this game, uh, we'll start with Dig first. Dig, uh, again, letting Maokai go to someday. I think this is a very big mistake. And looking, obviously, retrospect uh, or, you know, Hindsight's twenty twenty. Uh, don't give someday Maokai. Granted, who else are you going to let him have? Uh, but still. Uh, so you have Maokai in the top lane. You have Nunu in the jungle. Shrimp is known to go back to this Nunu pick. Uh, super strong. Um, Syndra in the mid lane again for Keen. Keen only played two champions, and we'll get to the second one in the next game. Uh, again, like I said, all tech on Twitch. Twitch going the Infinity Edge, Hurricane, Static Shiv Rush, um, or build. And Alltech's positioning in this game and the game we're going to talk about in a minute, super awesome. Uh, basically, caught out Jensen and Sneaky wherever they were. He was always in a place where he was never under threat of dying. Uh, just really good positioning by him. Really good knowledge of this character. Um, so good shit from him. And then you have Adrian on the Mad Cow himself uh, doing super well. Um, the way this game went off is Cloud9 actually had the lead in this one. And they just they lost it, uh, lost it about around the 22 minute mark. Dig took a hold of it, and it was basically one of those fights where everyone died. <laughs> and uh, yep, took the lead, didn't let go, and Dig wins this game, making it a 2-0 for um, Team Dig. So Cloud9 would have to uh, reverse sweep, but High is not on the team anymore, so that's no longer possible. <laughs> It's so we, not a thing anymore. Right. Uh, so we go into uh, game three where uh, basically Cloud9 are like, you know what? Fuck you guys. We're going to rape you. Uh, Impact going his signature NAR. <clears throat> Contracts on the Elise pick uh, doing really well. Um, Jensen pulling out the Lucian. Sneaky on the Twitch. Uh, again, going with the Blade of the Rune King build, not as effective as Alltech was, but we'll get into that later and then uh smoothie back on his bliss crank uh basically the reason everyone's saying they lost is because of Diggs' lineup they do have the j4 in the top lane that's fine but what was bad was the nocturne um nocturne in the jungle by shrimp not a very good pick he actually got first blooded by contracts um basically he even went the cinder hulk build and was gonna basically go tank nocturne which i don't think is 
even close to meta right now. Just a bad pick. Maybe they want the ulti for a dive buddy, but when you hop in, you're not going to even that going to be that tanky, or you're not going to have as much damage because you're building tank. Very strange, very strange. Uh, you have Keen again on the uh, Syndra pick, um, getting bullied out by the Jensen's Lucian. Really nice pickup from Jensen. Uh, Alltech went uh, Caitlyn and Adrian went Thresh again. Just a really good manhandling by this Cloud9 squad. They took the lead at three minutes and didn't let go. They ended with a uh, 14.5k lead. Uh, just really. I would. I want to point out on this match that Jensen went six and six on Lucian mid. Um, I've been hearing a lot of, you know, voices from other places talking about how the only team that successfully plays Lucian or the only mid laners that successfully play Lucian mid are in Korea. F that. Jensen has this champion down pat. He knows how to play Lucian mid. He carries on it every game that he plays on it. Yeah, so. and if you if you watch like he he understands these mechanics like so well. Uh, there mm-hmm. there'll be times where Keen is like throwing an orb and he knows he's gonna try to throw it at him, so he'll dash one way, and then when he baits out that one, he starts going back towards the orb that was already just placed, uh, because mm-hmm. then he tries to throw it the other direction. Just like really good sidestepping. Jensen's always been known uh, for his mechanics to be able to dodge things without using flash and to yeah. use it on a champion like lucian who if you put that kind of mobility in someone's hands uh basically they're gonna their dps is gonna be so high and uh yeah he i think he is definitely i don't know see i haven't seen i would like to see uh jensen's lucian against uh fake uh, not faker um Froggen's lucian i think those are the two best lucians in north america so, um, but yeah, all around good, good, good shit from them. I don't understand this uh, Blitzcrank's um, Twitch comp. I think it's more for a later game, um, but it just seems very odd. Um, but I mean, I play I play Twitch. I don't necessarily want a Blitzcrank on my team. I don't want it on the enemy team, granted. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I just don't know if the synergies are really there. But uh, they pick up a win. And then we go into game four, where we thought the reverse sweep was going to start, and it almost did. Uh, going over this one, you have, uh, I'm going to do C9 first. So Impact picking up the Galio on the top lane, Contracts picking up the Gragas, Jensen on his Lucian again, Sneaky picking up the Tristana, doing super well with this pick, and Alistar as the support for Smoothie. Then you go to Dig's side, you have Someday on Maokai again, Shrimp on Nunu again, and then Keen picking up his second, and I repeat, second character he's played this entire series with Talia. Uh, Altec picking up the Sivir, the man of this game, Sivir. Uh, basically why they won. And Adrian picking up Janna. Uh, so the name of the game was Cloud9 had to snowball, and snowball they did. Uh, they started off pretty, not necessarily rocky, uh, but uh, Cloud9 pretty much got ahead around the uh, five minute mark and then again lost it around the eight minute mark. It's about the nine minute mark till about the 24 minute mark. Dignitas uh, just kind of had had uh, Cloud9's number. Cloud9 takes a fight. Sneaky gets amazing, like 
holy shit, this this probably will never happen again. Probably the most amazing fight I've ever seen. They're going for, I believe it was Dragon? Dragon or Baron? Baron. Uh, Baron. Baron. It was Baron, thank you. Um, so they're baiting Baron, and Sneaky goes and fights. Uh, as you know, Tristana gets a reset on her rocket jump when she does kill someone. He basically rocket jumps into four members, kills one of them, jumps again, and flashes to dodge the Talia knockback, and saved this fight, and was able to clean house. I think he got a triple kill. Uh, yeah, he got a triple kill. Uh, just really so good. I was like, I was so hyped for this. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. Uh, they pretty much just keep, keep carrying, keep carrying. Uh, and th- the problem is... Uh, they did this again. They got Baron. They went, and I think they killed. Uh, I think they killed three players. Was it three? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. They, uh, they had the uh, Sivir. The no, they killed out uh, Maokai, and they killed out Nunu. So they had the Talia, the Sivir, and the Janna to basically defend against a full five C nineteen. Granted, Cloud Nine wasn't the wasn't very wasn't full health but they definitely weren't close to dying by any means uh they had two waves of supers but they didn't let the bottom wave push yet and they kind of just went in to take the towers and basically dig uh counter it and uh basically yeah all tech was waiting yeah and basically uh the reason why they lost and he's my boy i love him i feel bad for him but has to be said uh, Sneaky's positioning at the end here, uh, standing by the turret. He gets knocked up by the Talia knockup and pretty much dies almost instantly, uh, making it to where they can no longer keep pushing. They had to retreat. They actually end up dying and did kind of just take it back and uh, win it. Kind of heartbreaking, to say the least. But, um, uh, but yeah, so... Um, what you gonna do, man? All in all, uh, kind of a, a really bad series by Cloud Nine. A really good series. Don't want to take anything away from them, from um, Dignitas. The problem I see here is uh, obviously we're in hindsight, uh, but if you get rid of the Maokai top and you focus down this eighty carry uh, for Alltech, uh, what do they have? I don't see Keen. Keen didn't really step up and like prove himself uh, as like a mid laner, kind of like how he used to do back in the days of like gravity and stuff. So, if you get rid of Alltech, if you kind of make it to where he can't play these late game scaling carries, and you take someday off of his amazing Maokai play, um, how well does Dig do, right? Mm-hmm. So um, that's just one blaring weakness I see. Uh, I mean, kudos to them. Cloud9 couldn't figure it out. They almost did, um, but they couldn't. So sad to see. Uh, very interesting to see this um, Dignitas team go up against TSM. So cool. And I'll let you go ahead and take it over for the next series. CLG versus Envy, which was a match that wasn't supposed to be close, but then became very close. Um, so CLG versus Envy in game one, uh, it the the match was uh, 
it was pretty good to watch. Who he, his favorite champion of the this series was uh, Belkaz, an old, an oldie but a goodie. The tentacle um, porn man himself. Yep, the tentacle porn man himself. Um, and then you had Darshan in game one on Nar. You had, uh, they put Omar God on Zach, so they had a lot of lane pressure. Um, and Stixay took Tristana with Aphromu on uh, the, the Moo Cow, the, the Alistair. Now, that being said, Apollo and Hakaho, no matter what the matchup was in bot lane throughout this entire series, and this went to five games, Apollo and Hakaho made Stixay and Aphromu in lane their bitch. <laughs> like, it, it wasn't, like, it was literally like it would be like what's going on bot lane and you would just see like hakuo getting a hook and apollo just getting off shots and either making them back or getting a kill like it wasn't the the skill level in the bot lane didn't seem close really it seemed like hakuo and apollo were so much more in tune versus stixay and aphromu which is weird to me because i think stixay and aphromu make it an incredible bot lane so to see those two just get time and time again uh, knocked out of lane or killed by Apollo and Hakuho was really surprising to me. And that actually made these series uh, pretty interesting. Game pretty interesting. Uh, the first game of the series went to CLG. It was pretty close. I want to say Envy got a little bit of an early lead and then CLG turned it and they just held onto it for the rest of the game. Um, yeah, CLG held a very small lead up until the 23-minute mark, and then CLG got a pick. Uh, they got a few kills off of it, and they just ran away with the game, uh, as they normally do. In game two, let me see here. I've got to remind myself of these stats. Game two uh, kind of started out the same way, where... We went bot lane and Hakuo and Apollo are just making these amazing plays on Stixay and Aphromu. Um, Stixay's champion of these games was definitely the Tristana. I want to say he played it for all five matches and he did really good on her. Um, Honestly, I think I think Tristana's the most, the best AD carry in that right position now. right now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah he... he but I mean, as far as like using her, Stixay did a basic on her. He was, he did really well. And I was actually expecting them to switch up to a different ADC after they took a couple losses. But no, they just kept him on it and he stayed strong on it. I mean, even in game two where they lost, he still went 4 0 and 2. So he still stayed positive. Um, but following that, in game two, who he played Victor into Niski's uh into Niski's Galio and Galio essentially just became the uh that lovable damage tank in the mid lane that everyone knows and loves and they and Envy picked Galio as kind of a counter to Darshan on um Shen in the top lane which actually worked really well in their favor so anytime um, Darshan was teleporting bot lane to try to help out there and Iski would roam down and he would ult there at the same time and so it, the second Darshan popped out him and his team would get lifted up by the uh, Galio ultimate and so yeah the 
the no one really like popped off and started running away with the game in this match. Seraph actually played pretty positively though in the into Barshan on Shen. He ended the match on Rumble with a three one and eight. So he didn't do bad. He didn't do amazing. And but yeah, the it was uh it was nice. This was a, a nice game. It was pretty close. Um I mean kill wise it doesn't look it. It it went six and fourteen and gold wise it doesn't look it, but it watching it it felt pretty close. It felt like at any moment that CLG could turn a team fight and it could easily fall in their favor. But uh Envy held on to it and never did. So Envy won that match. Uh, fourteen to six. And finally game three is where uh, CLG, I think, began to sweat. They're definitely sweating at this point. Um, oh, no, see, this is the one match. Okay, Stixa played Jinx in this match. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the one match. He went 2-2-3, two, two, and three, and Aphromoo took uh, Morgana, but again, couldn't ha- handle the uh, duo of Hakuo and Apollo. Apollo played Varus. He went 0-1 and 13. He was really, essentially, he ended up becoming a support pod. The real highlight player of this match, and you're not going to believe me on this unless you go back and watch this game, is Seraph. Uh, Seraph played Trundle in the top lane. He went a very uh, tank-oriented with his only damage item being Titanic Hydra. He was playing it into Darshan's, uh, into uh, Darshan's Maokai, and by late game, if he saw his team, um, if he saw his team in a skirmish against CLG, he would just start pushing, and it got to a point where he was pushing into uh, the CLG base on Trundle, and he's tanky enough. That Darshan would show up on Valkai and Trump in Seraph on Trundle would completely ignore him and just hit the turret. And we're watching Maokai just like punch and like try to CC him and everything like that. And he never turned off of him. He just kept hitting the turret and his health never went down. So mm-hmm. it was it was that aspect was really entertaining these neither of these two really had any damage so it was essentially a a wet noodle fight to begin with to but to watch to watch a situation where darshan shows up to stop a split push and the person he stopped came to stop the split push is just like ignoring him like blatantly ignoring him it's not like a thing where he's like moving around darshan or trying to dodge any of anything he literally he's just standing there beating the turret while darshan's just like hey i rooted you hey i knocked you back why aren't you stopping why aren't you fighting me like like it was it was really fun um I will say on this match, another highlight was definitely Niski on uh, Corky in the mid lane. Niski had a lot of really interesting champion picks that he uh, played in the mid lane, and he showed a lot of skill. I think Envy has a good season to look forward to if they, if they hold on to him for uh, next season because I. He he's already shown that he has a vast champion pool, and he's he's good, man. He there was a lot of moments. Niski ended this match uh, eight zero and four. 
and Envy ended this game uh, ahead, fourteen to seven. It it was uh, this one was a good one. I I really enjoyed this match, and then finally we get to game four, and here goes stats. So this is the one match that I did not see all of. I got to see some of the highlights for. Um, so Hakuho, he started getting banned off Thresh. He took Thresh in the first three matches. And as I was saying, he is getting every hook. He was getting every flay. The dude thought he was Ole. Um, well, they took Hakuho off of Thresh. And so Hakuho took Nautilus in the bot lane. And again, Hakuho and Apollo were both uh, outclassing Stix A and Aphromu in lane. Now, the caveat to that is once they left the lane, um, Stix A and Aphromu popped off. Aphromu was on his patented bard, and Stix A once again took Tristana. Stix A ended this game 8 3 and 7. Um. I, this match, I believe, was pretty decisive. This was kind of like that comeback after the two losses that you kind of see happen with with these teams, where it's just like, oh, it, they're they're losing out. This isn't good for them, and then suddenly they just have this massive win. Uh, this match ended nineteen in nine in CLG's favor. Um, yeah, this this match essentially went the way that everyone was expecting all the other games for CLG into Envy to go, where, uh, you know, Omar God got on to Gragas and he did pretty well on it. Um, Darshan he went seven and seven zero and seven on Nar in the top lane, and then you had Huhi on Cassiopeia going two one and fifteen. But I would definitely say the major players in this game. By the end, were Stixa and Aphromu. Aphromu had 18 assists, three deaths, zero kills, and Stixa had eight kills, three deaths, and seven assists. This is a pretty healthy game for both of them. We come to game five, and this one was looking pretty bleak for CLG, like really bleak for CLG. They had fallen behind. They had or yeah, they had fallen behind. Um, Envy won a pretty early team fight, and it put them up in gold. And they stayed up in gold for the rest of the game. Um, Envy ended. Is this is this correct? Hang on. I don't know. Never mind. Envy did not stay up in gold for the rest of the game, but Envy did win an early team fight. Apollo took. Uh, Apollo took, what's her name, Callista, and then Hako was banned off of Thresh again, so he took uh, Nautilus once again. Seraph this time took Nara in the top lane, which I think was kind of one of their downfalls because Seraph did not play well on Nar, especially into Darshan on Camille. Um, Darshan's pretty good on Camille. Have you heard about this? Have you heard this? He's pretty good. Um, Lyra took Zach, which I'm not sure was the best decision. Uh, he did provide a lot of tankiness, but he wasn't able to facilitate any um, early, like really early uh, counter or really early uh, engages or anything like that. 
Um, and also, I'm starting to think that these pro teams really have, like, Zach down to where he's not as much of a threat anymore. They've figured that, like, hey, if we if we keep Zach off of his early jungle and set him behind, he kind of starts to drop off just because he can't maintain, like, ganking and maintaining tankiness to stay equal with uh, lane opponents who are out-leveling him. So essentially, if you see a Zach on the enemy team, he'll go ruin their jungle experience. Just cheese it. <coughs> um, mm -hmm. Finally, I will say, uh, though this match did fall into CLG's favor, finally, the I would say the, the MVP of this game would have fallen on Niski. Niski went uh a or he didn't even go AP. He went AD Kogma mid. Hell yeah. And, hell yeah. And he was just backlining. He was doing so well on his positioning and everything. Anytime uh, CLG started to engage with Envy, you would just start to watch all of their health bars drop because it, Niski's just standing back there just pelting them with that percent health damage and with his ultimate and he's just staying back. Um, anytime someone made a move towards him, he had the perfect escape with his flash. There was one, uh, there was one fight that happened in mid lane in which he was already putting down damage on the enemy team. Darshan tried to Q onto him with Camille and he flashed over the wall into the Raptors pit and he kept attacking the enemy team from inside the Raptors pit. So you're just watching CLG's health just drop. Um, that being said, at the same time as that's happening, Stixay is playing Tristana out of his mind. And so there was literally a team fight that happened in which Niski walked away with the triple kill, and so did Stixay. Huh. So it was, uh, yeah, it was it, this last match, it really came down to the wire, and essentially it just got to a point where victory was at hand for CLG. They were able to take a Baron, they were able to get ahead in gold, and they were, they had a comp in which, um, if they initiated and Envy decided like, oh, this isn't a good fight, and they tried to peel off, because they had Camille, because they had Omar God on uh, Gragas, because they had who he who he played on Corky this round, and then Stixe, and then on top of that, you have a giant tank in Aphromoo, who is playing uh, Alistair. Anytime Envy decided, you know what, we shouldn't have taken this fight, let's peel off, they couldn't get away because CLG was just so mobile. And so, yeah, that that's essentially how it went. Um, CLG pushed to win. This match ended 12-9. and nine. It was pretty close. It was a pretty close match. But <laughs> but mm -hmm. CLG proved the better, and uh, Envy lost their shot at going to Worlds. So, that's not true. They, they can play in the gauntlet. Nope. Oh, that's right. Um, they they lost too many games during the course of this split, and because they were so far behind last split, they they were um, they had less games won by comparison to FlyQuest. That's so right. FlyQuest gets the gauntlet gauntlet spot, and Envy is out. <sighs> so 
feels bad, man, but hey, I'm 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 thinking that Envy is looking uh promising for next season. Hey, I, I mean not just, bad for it, being in the uh they were in the promotion series last split, so Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They and they made it to the quarterfinals, so that's great. Um they do need to do something about Seraph either get him an attitude check or get it like honestly they need to send seraph to team liquid <laughs> yeah like if envy sent seraph to team liquid and they took lorlo they'd be set that'd be a good trade that'd be a good trade right well um, you have seraph on the same team as dardock awesome they're just constantly just like bringing each other down <laughs> and then you have you have Lorlo coming over to to Envy, and he's like, "Don't worry, guys, I actually know how to play this game." <laughs> yeah, and then they do that, and then Riot looks at him and be like, "Wait, we have Dardock and Seraph in the same team? Yeah, we're not letting this team go through anymore." Boom, and that's how Liquid doesn't make it. Uh, and then before... he's like, "No, my right one." Uh, hope it fades. You know how much money he got paid to do that one game. I don't. I don't want to hear it. Uh, <laughs> well, that one series. So uh, before we move on, I wanted to just commend um, Darshan. Uh, the fact that he pulls out Camille Game Five in the game that decides CLG's fate. When, if you remember last split, he got a lot of flack. He, he pulls out. Flag. Yeah, he pulls out uh, Camille and does one play which wasn't the smartest ends up dying and losing the game for his team um so just really good fortitude by him to just have the foresight to be like you know what i don't give a shit what people say i'm a really good camille and he was he he showed why seraph is such a shitty top laner um (laughs) granted the matchup isn't necessarily in nar's favor but i mean he literally died to uh camille like four times solo so, uh, just good shit by Darshan. I just, I was just, as soon as he picked it, I was like, is he really going to do it in game five? He's going to bring out the Camille? Oh, dude, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, um, good shit. Yeah. Now, my question is, how do you think the semifinals is going to go? So, the semifinals. Uh, so, Saturday is Immortals versus CLG. Um, Olmargard has not impressed me enough. Um, as much as I think I think he needs to be, I still think this is a really great team. CLG that is. I don't mm-hmm. think they have what it takes to beat Immortals. I do think Immortals will win out. Um, well, I do the think they things. One of the major things that CLG had working in their favor for this game it was the mismatch between uh, Seraph and Darshan in the top lane, mm-hmm. and one of the big things that envy did to kind of level the playing field was they picked on omar god so they would go into the jungle and and just constantly push omar god off of his jungle farm and get him behind so that that way lyra could focus on um going into or going to lanes and everything like that and getting ahead and getting his team ahead um immortals have a very competent top laner yes. who's not who's not going to be able to be taken advantage of by Darshan and they also have a very competent jungler 
just like Lyra. So, I mean, not not the same style as Lyra, but still, like, very competent jungler. And they have a, a mid laner who doesn't play the way who he does. And they have a, like, considered to be one of the best supports in the bot lane right now with one of the uh, best ADCs in the bot lane right now. This, I'm, I'm thinking that CLG just, they're, they're definitely going to put up a fight, but I don't see anything good coming from their performance, not to mention uh, Immortals are immortal, so can't beat them because of that, too. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, mm -hmm. this is also Immortals who can't make it to um, the finals, so. Oh, come on. That was, that was back in the year. Hey, that's when don't, you became a fan, so. Don't, don't put that curse on us. Hey, man, you're, no. you're, far, you're way further than my team is, so. <laughs> Um, so yeah, how, so what do you what do you give it um, if you had to score it? How many games? Um, so I I want to believe that Immortals would uh, win it three zero, but I think CLG is going to probably put up a pretty good fight, and so it's going to probably go three and one. Okay, I'm thinking three two for Immortals. Um, I mm -hmm. think that you have way too much talent with Aphromu and Stixay, and you have way too much ability with Darshan or who he carrying a game. So I'll give him two benefits of the doubt. I do think that their Omar God is their weakest link, obviously, the rookie. And I think Ixmithy is just head and shoulders above him. I think Ixmithy is will be the outstanding if Ixmithy plays smarter than Omar God, which is what I expect, I think it will be because of Ixmithy they win the game. Uh, just because every other lane does match up fairly closely, so that's why I give it to uh, Immortals. So, and then mm -hmm. going on to Sunday's game, it'll be TSM versus uh, Cloud Nine. Yeah, it's gonna be Cloud Nine. <laughs> uh, TSM versus Dignitas. Uh, mm -hmm. How do we feel about this one? So, the initial thought I had after uh, Dignitas beat Cloud Nine. Which Cloud9 had beat them in their last two series, right? The last two games that Cloud9 have played against Dignitas, they beat them? Yeah. Uh, to, okay. to be fair, the first time they beat them, it was not the same roster. True. So. But the second but time, the second time, time it was, was with yes. a super roster. Yes. Seeing that Dignitas learned their lesson and was able to beat Cloud9 this time um, was really uh -huh. surprising to me. And it made me kind of like do a gulp, like. Mm. Um, I could actually see a future in which Dignitas wins the championship, the the NALCS championship. I don't. You don't. No. So my so I I'm with you. I think Dignitas is not a team you definitely want to sleep on. They're super strong. Uh, the thing I have is that Dignitas is main focus is is Alltech. They relied on Alltech to carry all three games that they did win. They also required Alltech to play amazingly um, in the series leading up to it. Um, mm -hmm. and which is why they're so dominant. Him and Adrian just do really well together. Uh, the thing that's bad in my just, eyes is that just wait till they bring out the Blitzcrank Mordecai's Bottling. Right. Uh, the the thing the thing that was interesting that should have been something 
that Cloud9 harped on. Uh, Dignitas's bot lane and TSM's bot lane do not play the same champions whatsoever. Doublelift is more of a Jin, Ash, Tristana player, where um, Alltech is more of a Sivir, Twitch, Callista player. So you get rid of Alltech's uh, champions. So just and straight Caitlyn. up he plays Caitlyn too he does play Caitlyn but so does um, so does uh, double if so you get rid of the three uh, AD carries that he normally plays take his Caitlyn away from him what does he have um Callista uh, I said Callista so Tristana right oh, okay. which yeah, granted Tristana. is a strong pick but Tristana is a is a AD carry that thrives in jumping in and getting a reset, jumping in, getting a reset kind of a thing. Where Alltech has always been known to uh, skirt on the outside of fights. He's always been that outside AD carry. And he's been very, very good and very successful with it, right? Um, I didn't see him playing Ash. True. But what, what I'm saying is if, if they attack this bot lane, like I think they're going to, if Double If does not, if Double If uses what we just saw, that this is not... Uh, bot lane that you sleep on uh i think that this miss this mismatch will be apparent and i i think bjergsen is head and shoulders above keen i think bjergsen could definitely take advantage of that and snowball it everywhere else i think Hanser versus someday i think someday has the advantage but i think um Hanser in the end with spence garen's help uh will be able to outdo the someday um shrimp uh duo so that's my thing i think tsm actually takes this 3-1 um i don't think it's any closer than that so hmm. and you're, you're thinking dignitas wins i'm thinking it's gonna be close man like okay. i really don't know um i will say this I bet you that one of the games, even though it's not exactly strong right now, Doublelift is going to play Lucian in the bot lane. Hmm. I don't know. Oh, also, uh, Doublelift's been playing a lot of Twitch lately in solo queue. Yeah, everyone has. That's why Sneaky pulled him out when Sneaky never plays. Which is funny because uh, Sneaky... Just get hop on Sneaky. Uh, Twitch, his saying when you go invisible is Sneaky Sneaky, which you would think that would be Sneaky's champion. And then Sneaky's... um, One of his smurfs is Stealthy Bomber. (laughs) But yeah, he doesn't play Twitch. Isn't that weird? That just seems super weird to me, but eh, whatever. Um, But that'll do it for this episode. Um... We touched on everything. Um, oh wait, you didn't say who you think's gonna win. You said it's close. Who do you? You, you gotta um, say. So my my head tells me to pick TSM because TSM finds a way. But my heart's saying Dignitas. Oh, it would be dope if Immortals versus Dignitas was at the finals. That would be so yeah. hype. It'd but, be terrifying. Uh, It'd be but, terrifying. Yeah. If it was Immortals versus Dignitas, it'd be absolutely terrifying. Immortals versus TSM, I kind of know what to expect. Immortals versus Dignitas, I'd be like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? What's yep. going to happen now? <laughs> so. Now, uh, I'm not too certain about points 
the way they stand, I'm gonna have to wait till when CLG wins or loses. Um, but I believe that Cloud Nine's still in the running to make it in on just points alone, depending on how CLG do. I don't don't quote me on that. I don't know if that's final. Um, but so if TSM wins it, uh, obviously they're the ones I'm hoping for, so that they just automatically go in as second seed. If not, they're gonna have to play in the gauntlet. So. Um, yeah. yeah, so basically I'm voting for TSM to win, uh, if that is the case. So, Yeah, put in we'll your vote now. Well, that does it for this episode. Uh, this was episode 19. Next episode is episode 20, and I'll probably be doing a solo cast because Ricky will be gone. Yeah, but I will be in California. I'm sorry, everyone. Maybe uh, maybe you can meet up with Caesar and you two do a duo cast. I'm not gonna be anywhere near LA, man. Oh, dude, California is all <laughs> actually, one big thing to me. Okay, it's the same actually, place. Granted, he'll be uh, he'll be probably back in school working on his capstone. So, mm. yeah, he'll probably be around. Uh, he'll probably be around the uh, the like where I'm going. Okay, cool. Uh, well, uh, we'll we'll see you guys next time. If you like us, uh, follow us on Facebook. Uh, we are the Twisted Trio Podcast. Uh, share our page. Uh, put in a, sharing us on Facebook will put you in a drawing for a skin for nine seventy five or better. Uh, if you like to tweet, you want to do the tweeters, uh, go ahead and tweet us at Twisted Trio Pod. And anything else you can't put into a tweet or you can't message us on Facebook, go ahead and send it to our email. That is mail.twistedtrio at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, go ahead and send us everything. Uh, find us on iTunes, give us a review. Find us on Google Play, give us a review. Find us anywhere you find uh, pods except for Spotify. We're not on Spotify because we're not popular enough. Thanks a lot, Spotify. Uh, <laughs> Spotify yeah. are dicks. Basically. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that does it for this episode. Uh, I am your host, Brennan Kaminat Hawk, here with. Richard Camp Dragon Medina. And we'll catch you guys next time. Later. Peace!